question is this. How do young men like us, who didn't listen to society, who are on our own, how do we grow and improve ourselves so that we can live a better tomorrow? That is the question, and this show will give you the answers. My name is James Radzinski, and this is the Ascend Momentum Show. Welcome back, everybody. Today was a great day. Let me tell you what happened. Today is very interesting, actually, so you're going to want to listen in. So, I did my normal stuff, went to the gym, studied, and then went to the park with my friend. Just same thing every day. Today, and if you guys haven't listened to yesterday's podcast, yesterday's episode, just for some context... Yesterday, while we were meditating at the park, uh, someone called a cop to check up on us, and so we were interrupted in the middle of our meditation because the cop came and like was wondering if we're okay. So that's just some context. Today, we get to the park, everything's good. We climb a tree, and then we really just... We leave our stuff. Every time we go to the park, we leave our stuff under a tr- the same tree. And we've never had issues with that. I There was just like a water bottle, some slides, and my bike key for my bike lock. And we always just leave it there because why, where else would we leave it? We just leave it under the tree. And we've never had an issue and we've always been doing this like all summer pretty much. And so we leave our stuff there, we go walk around, we come back, meditate, get some good meditation in, and then we just keep walking around, going back and forth across the park, down the street, like walking around, just having a good time. And when we came back the last time, our stuff was gone, and... I'm not going to lie, I was mad, I was like, what, like, and then, that I was only mad for like two seconds, and then I realized that that was just a pendulum that caught me, and so then I calmed down instantly, realized that I was asleep when I was mad, and then I came to the conclusion that this was actually a good thing, that this happened, I'm following coordination, one of the principles of transurfing. It's pretty much where you interpret everything that happens as good. So we lost our stuff. There, it was just it just disappeared, and I'm thinking, oh, this is good. And then my friend just laughs, and then we're I'm just like, all right, let's go get our stuff. And he's like, okay. And then, mind you, we have no idea where our stuff is. We're just following transurfing at this point, and. We walk around, we decide to go to the the lost, we think that there might be a lost and found at the park, like, house, there's like a house, not a house, but just like the public park house, I don't really know how to explain it, but like the park district house where all the workers and staff go, and then also where the kids' camp is. 
So we go over there to try and get the lost and found, and it's locked. Like, no one's in there, but the lights are on, so it just looks abandoned. But there are, like, computers that were on. I don't know. It's weird. So then we just started walking back, and we start walking back to where we lost our stuff. And then once we got there, and mind you, we aren't really stressed. We're just, like, our vibe we just completely changed the topic, and at this point, we're just walking um, with indifference, and we're just, like, talking normally, just as if we're about to go get our mail, and so we're walking over to get our stuff, and we have no idea where it is, so we go back to where we lost our stuff, where it was, like, when we placed it, and then I was like, okay, let's go get it, and then I, we started walking, and then something caught my eye. There was like a tennis ball down the street. So I, I just walked towards it. And then right when I picked up the tennis ball, there was our stuff. Literally all of our stuff was on the bench, like the park bench, probably 30 feet away from where we left it. And so someone must have picked it up and moved it over. But there's one thing, one important missing detail my bike key was not there. It was not in the pile of our stuff. The, my bike key was missing. So then I tried to use the same strategy to go get my bike key and I ended up like walking down the street and I kept on looking at things that caught my attention and then walking towards them until I made it to a house and then I rung the doorbell, no one answered, rung the doorbell again, no one answered. So then I was just like, okay, let's just go back so we just walk around trying to find my bike key and we're following all the transurfing principles as best as we can um looking back on it i i desired it too much i wanted to do it and also i was trying to do it through inner intention instead of outer intention that is some stuff that i won't explain now but Pretty much inner intention is what you do with your hands and then outer intention is like your thinking and it lets the world do stuff for you. So I wanted to do it too much with inner intention instead of outer intention. So, but we ended up not finding my bike key. So then my friend went home and then I had to walk all the way home, which was okay. It wasn't that far. And so right now, currently as I'm speaking, my bike is still locked up over there. And I actually left my slides on my bike handles, which may have been a dumb thing. I don't know. It doesn't really matter. And throughout this whole experience, I realized that, one, I had too much attachment to my bike. And two, everything is equal on an energetic level. It's just all the importance that I attributed to my bike and my key where eventually the excess potential built up and the balances forces the balancing forces came and swooped it up and took it away from me but right now I'm just I know that I'll get my bike back eventually and I tried to find my spare key that I had I have no idea where I left it and I couldn't find it so right now I'm just just I just ate lunch and
record, I'm recording this. I don't know if I'll go back to get the bike today or not. Who knows? So there's some big lessons that I learned today. First of all, I really have to break all of my old habits of just just my old habits of reactions. So when I first realized that our stuff was missing, my habit was to respond negatively. Whereas it, it was actually a good thing because the world is just taking care of me. And I could have, something worse could have happened or something, I don't know. But it's always a good thing. Anything that happens to me is good. And also one thing that I was talking about is while like this was before we lost our stuff while we were just walking around i was thinking that so lately we've been meditating shirtless with no shoes in the grass just laying on our backs and being extremely relaxed in the sun and that is an awesome experience it's awesome feeling and so I was thinking today, like, I don't want to lose this. I don't want to change. And then I was thinking that winter is coming, fall is coming, so we're not going to be doing this anymore. But then I, w and then I realized that, but come winter time, we'll find a new thing to do that we'll like as well. And that's basically transurfing. You have to always love what you're at right now. And then I thought... Well, I'm, what about school? Uh, school is coming soon, and I can't think of anything that I'll like out of that. And then I didn't connect these dots while I was thinking, but connecting them now, school will be a very good practice and very big trial and test for me um, and my friend to apply transurfing techniques. And then once we succeed at that, we will really be propelled forward and we'll grow exponentially through that. And lately I've just been getting little trials um, doing just, and the trials have been increasing and increasing. And today I feel like this is the biggest trial I've gotten, losing my bike key. And I feel as though I'm, I'm doing better, but when I first missed it, it was just that habit of reacting negatively. So that's the thing. One of the principles of transurfing is to is lifelines and on the wave of fortune, which is essentially where you're on a lifeline where it's just luck. You get good luck after good luck after good luck and you just seem like you're the luckiest person in the world. You're supposed you are to ride the wave of fortune and the way you transfer to lifelines towards the wave of fortune and towards your goals, there must, there will be change, and your environment will change, the scenery will change, all the things will change, and that is one thing that I realized today. I have to embrace the change because I don't see myself having my bike in my goals. Like one of my biggest goals right now is to be a surfer and live in Hawaii and that I just intend on being a surfer and living in Hawaii 
and learning how to surf. And that's one of my biggest goals. I don't see myself having my bike in Hawaii. So why am I attached to having my bike right now? So that's one thing that I'm realizing now. Embrace the change of, and everything that happens is essentially change. And everything that you have a habit of reacting to negatively, it's just change because we don't like change. As humans, we like consistency. And that, if you're not conscious of it, then you'll just always stay in the same position. But I plan on being in Hawaii and learning how to surf. So with that comes change. And that is one change that I have to break my habit of reacting negatively, change. I have to react positively to change. Because that really was a good thing. Because even though I don't know why or what it's doing for me, I, I just know that it's good. It's all that really matters. So that's the lessons. Follow transurfing print principles and embrace change. Also, I talked about this a lot on episode 14, but and I'm just going to repeat it again because it's so valuable. If you want to be the best transurfer you can be, meditate consistently every day. I meditate for 40 minutes in the morning and 30 minutes at night. And a lot of the times I meditate in the middle of the day too when I go to the park. We've probably meditated like an hour every day maybe at the park. And that is a way to increase your mind control, your focus, everything. And that allows you to be way better at transurfing because you'll be more awake as well. So that... Uh, now let me change the topic. That was the transurfing piece of today. One other piece that I realized today while I was talking to my friend. There's one thing that I changed and made better that has given me such a huge advantage and allowed me to be way more efficient and better of a, a person in general and that is increasing my testosterone so let me explain most of society the majority of society has low testosterone because of all the estrogenics around and many other reasons but essentially we are poisoning ourselves with our soaps, our shampoos, our hand sanitizer, our clothes, it's everything, our water. We're poisoning ourselves with all these different chemicals and materials and we're, our testosterone is tanking because of it. Men's testosterone is at an all-time low over the past millennia like literally forever this is the lowest testosterone we've ever been in it's because of all the environmental factors and I wanted to have higher testosterone because who doesn't want higher testosterone but so then I worked on eliminating all the estrogenics and all the things and what I realized is that that is one of the highest assets one of the best assets that I have because has higher testosterone from having low test like I had so low test that I was not 
getting any wet dreams and I, I never jerked off. I've never jerked off in my life. And I've had I literally only had one wet dream ever before I started increasing my test. And looking back on it, I was just a lot less healthy and a lot less I had a lot less vigor. I had a lot less active. I had a lot less energy just I was down all in all of the areas of life. And now that I've increased my testosterone, I feel way more energized. I feel like I can do crazy things now. I feel way, I'm doing a lot more risk taking. I just feel a lot better in general. My health is better. I'm getting more muscle at the gym. My physique is way better. I'm growing a lot more. And best of all, I get a wet dream like literally once a week, which is crazy. Um, and one time I actually had two in a row, and then the, the next week I had three in one night, which don't ask me. I have no idea how that happened, but I, that happened. And so that's one thing that I've been doing to increase my testosterone, which is cut out all the estrogenics. And if you're interested in learning exactly how to do it, I recommend reading um, his book called Estrogeneration. I forgot. Let me look it up. I forgot what his name was. Oh, wait, no, it's Anthony G.J. Anthony G.J. If, and if you don't want to read the book, just go on his website called, just search like Anthony G.J. What I Use, and then it'll be like one of the first links. And just literally copy everything that he uses. Like, if you're on a budget, I recommend reading the book first so you can see, like, the big movers, like, the biggest, most valuable things to eliminate first. But over time, I was on a budget, so I had to do it slowly. And over time, I was able to knock off pretty much most of the things on his list. And... That was huge because it felt like a huge weight was taken off of me. So imagine if you're trying to swim in the ocean and you have a, a brick tied to your ankle. You have two options. Cut the brick loose or inject with yourself with more energy to be able to swim. Well, the first thing you should do is cut the brick loose. And then you should cut, inject yourself with the energy. And that's exactly what I did. And so I cut, all the, I cut out all the estrogenics that were holding me back. And then I started doing things to increase my test. While I, was, I actually did this while I was cutting all the stuff out. Slowly over time as I was learning them. And one of the big things that... I'm not even sure if it even helps, but I do it because the science makes sense, even though they're literally, I don't think, I'm not even sure if there is science backing it, but it's icing my balls. So I bought an ice pack, I bought one of those classic hospital ice packs, and I was trying to find one that didn't have plastic, and I just ended up buying like one of those classic hospital ice packs that's like a pack and then you screw on the cap. I bought that 
and then now I ice my balls every morning and every night for 10 minutes. But I always have the underwear in between. So, or else it'll be way too cold and it'll actually be dangerous for your yourself. So ice your balls for 10 minutes at least once a day. And the reason why we do this is with our lifestyles that we're living, we're sitting down a lot. And especially once you start building your legs, you're training your legs, and your your thighs get thicker, you're like essentially squishing your balls all day and heating them up. And once they heat up to a certain temperature, they actually stop producing testosterone, and I'm pretty sure they stop producing sperm as well. So essentially keeping your balls warm all day is you cutting off your testosterone production. We don't want that. So there's, there's one habit that I have not actually done yet, but is definitely good, and it's to avoid sitting down because literally just stand all day like buy a, a standing desk and don't sit down ever because you just heat up your balls and it lowers your testosterone but I, I'll be honest I have not done that but my friend has and he's found very good results so that's another thing that I did icing your balls make sure to ice the ball apart because when I was first looking into it no one told me whether I should ice the shaft like the actual penis part or the balls and I found out that it's the balls so ice the balls and yeah 10 minutes keep your underwear on have the underwear th in between the ice pack and the balls okay the next thing that I did which I actually added recently maybe like two weeks ago I added it and it's called Sistanch Sistanch Tubulosa and that again I've only had it for two weeks I got it from New Tropics Depot and I definitely recommend it my mom said that it seemed like I had a lot more energy literally the next day that I started taking it or two days ago and I also feel like I have a lot more energy as well and there's one thing I'm not sure if this was related to the cystanch but I had never had this before two days after I took the cystanch I had three wet dreams in one night and that's insane that's never happened to me before I've only had two in one night like the two weeks previous so my, I can tell that my test is building up and building up. And so the Sistanch is really good. I recommend that. Also, I take creatine. I'm not sure if it increases tests, but it's definitely good for lifting. Creatine is very good. I just buy, like, it's called naked creatine or something like that. I buy it on Amazon. Make sure you get creatine monohydrate. And then there's a loading phase, if you're interested in doing that, it's where you take like 20 grams every day for like five days, and then you go down to the serving size of like five grams. I'm not sure if I did that. And there's one thing to make sure, when you first start taking creatine, and now that you're taking creatine, you're gonna need to do this, 
um, you have to start drinking a lot more water. I started taking creatine back when I was playing soccer, and during soccer practice, I was so dehydrated very quickly, and that was when I first started taking creatine. So I, you have to start drinking a lot more water. Buy a water bottle that is all metal. I recommend Super Sparrow. That brand is the best brand. If you're going to buy one, buy one that's aluminum, no paint. But if you don't feel like, if they're out of stock, which they usually are on that type, then go for the, just get any color. And that's eliminating estrogenics as well because I used to use a Gatorade water bottle until I bought a Super Sparrow. And plus, Super Sparrow is just way better because it keeps it cold. And I never realized how awesome that is until I actually bought one. Now, the last thing that I've done, I actually haven't done this yet, but I bought it. I bought pine pollen. So, my friend is really into researching uh, increasing your testosterone and also increasing your androgens. So, I don't know all of the I don't know all of the research and science behind it, but I'm pretty sure testosterone produces your androgens. And that's what's, I don't know. I'm, I've never done any research, but my friend knows all about it. And I asked him, what is the one thing that you recommend me take? What's the one supplement you recommend me take? And he said, Sistanch. And so I took it. And then a couple of days ago, he actually said that there's, I was like talking about testosterone and how good Sistanch is. And he actually said that the actual number one supplement that I would recommend you take is actually pine pollen. And the reason why I said Sistanch was because I forgot that pine pollen was a thing. And so he, his number one was actually pine pollen and then Sistanch, but I started Sistanch first and then pine pollen. And I actually ordered pine pollen the, the other day and it's um, being shipped right now. So I haven't actually had the opportunity to try it out and I bought it from one place I forgot wh what it's called but my friend recommended the pine pollen tincture which is essentially the it's just like you drink the liquid it's like a pipette and then you put it in your mouth but you're supposed to put it under your tongue so it absorbs better and I didn't want the tincture because I put all of my supplements in, like when I wake up in the morning, I first thing I do is grab, well first thing I do is pee and then I go grab a glass of water and before I fill up the water, I pour salt, cystanch, creatine at the bottom and those are all powders and then I fill up the water and drink it. I like fill up a little bit of water and drink it all like at once so I don't have to get it stuck on the bottom and, and then I fill up the whole water and then drink it all but that is one thing that that's why I like to get the powder form so I bought the mega dose 
there, on one of the websites, it's there's a megadose pine pollen, which I had never seen before. It's basically where you take like five times the dosage of pine pollen daily as you would otherwise. And so it was like $80 instead of $30, but it's just like a way bigger container. So you get way more pine pollen. So I'm taking, I'm going to start taking like three tablespoons a day. And I'll let you guys know in the following days slash weeks what I've noticed, if it's good or not. And so let me explain the differences between the pine pollen powder and the pine pollen tincture. Because I think it's important for you to know. So the, the difference is how they extract it. So pine pollen comes from the male... It's basically like the pine tree equivalent of human sperm. So pine pollen is just the pine tree's sperm, which is why it's good for our testosterone because we're essentially eating like testosterone and androgen. I don't know the science, but think of, I like to think about it like we're eating testosterone. So that's, that's good. And... You know, this is just a bro science explanation. I have no idea what I'm actually talking about. I'm just giving you a general idea. But what I do know what I'm talking about is the different methods they use to extract the pine pollen. So for the pine pollen powder, they basically just, I think they just extract it with water. They just do water extraction. And then, wait, no, I'm tripping. I have no idea. I forgot what it was, but the pine pollen, what you're supposed, what, dude, I need to take a second and catch my, catch my thoughts. So what you need to know is the pine pollen powder is the most natural form of extraction. It's the closest form of the pine pollen that you would find in nature. And I'm all about natural stuff, which is why... I chose the powder because it's it, it's way more natural. It's what you would actually get out in nature. Now, on the other hand, the way they use to extract the pine pollen powder or the pine pollen for the tincture is it's a alcohol. I'm pretty sure it's a water and an alcohol extraction. So they basically use like alcohol to extract the testosterone or something like that to make it able to absorb into the body better. So that if you're looking just for results, possibly the tincture would be better. But I'm looking for natural and results. Like, I want results 100%. But if there's a natural option, I 100% would choose the natural. That's just how I am. I like natural things more. I don't take, like, medicine if I don't need to. And I just that's why I chose the pine pollen powder, the more natural one. So it's just your choice. My friend recommended the tincture. But I prefer the, the powder. So it's just your choice whether you want results or natural. And the, don't get me wrong, the tincture is still natural. It's just not extracted as we would have found it out in nature. It's, not, it's, it's like a little bit further from what it's like in nature. Whereas the pine pollen powder is still still not exactly what it's found in nature but it's way closer to what it's found in nature so you just weigh the pros and cons of each um and that's that's the pine pollen powder 
pine pollen. So I'm going to start adding that to my water in the morning. I just do it first thing in the morning. I'm not sure if you're supposed to do it um, with, on an empty stomach. I just take all my supplements and my salt on an empty stomach just because it's the most convenient time of the day for me to do it. And if it'd be hard for me to stay consistent if I didn't do it at that time. So unless I get some serious negative health effects, I'm not going to change it. And I was looking it up, and I think that it's fine to take it on an empty stomach and to combine all the things. Take them all at once. But I'll let you guys know about that. And the reason why I'm telling you all this stuff is because testosterone is huge. Like, if you once you increase your testosterone and you are jacked, and then you start meditating and following transurfing, you literally are, like, I'm... I'm just realizing now that I am essentially what I dreamed of becoming when I first started self-improvement. And now what I dream of becoming is a surfer, jacked surfer, tan. I am tan right now, but jacked surfer, really good at surfing, who lives out in Hawaii, who's rich, entrepreneur. And that's my next goal. So when I first started self-improvement, it's essentially to be jacked and that that was really all to be jacked and then I started getting getting more focused and that was my goal to become more focused and I am not as focused as I should be don't get me wrong because 17 years of uh, living in this society without self-improvement a lot of garbage has been dropped into my brain so I'm meditating daily to clear out that garbage and I feel like I, I, I've nev- I don't think I've ever heard this anywhere, but my prediction is that you won't have, you can't, if, you're, if you have a background similar to mine where you spent all your life like playing video games, watching TikTok, doing all that stuff, I feel as though my prediction is you won't have the focus that you're actually supposed to have as a man, like the super intense focus of the high testosterone man until you've meditated consistently daily for like at least 30 to an hour minutes every day um for an entire year that's my prediction and that's actually my goal to well i'm gonna do it every day for the rest of my life but my goal is to do it for a year so i can see the results and after a month the results are outstanding i will tell you that and so don't get me wrong, you don't have to meditate for an entire year to get results. I got results like after the first week. And I'm continuing to get more and more results the more I do it. And that's huge. And then also another thing that I talked about is, sorry, excuse me. Um, another thing I talked about is transurfing. That's essentially how you win at life. So if you got, if you better read the book, Reality Transurfing, it'll change your life. And, yeah, so currently my goal, or when I first started, my goal was basically what I'm at now, and now I'm at it. So now my goals, my goal is to be jacked, which I already am, but I'm going to be more jacked. Basically, I have a great physique, tan, rich, great at surfing, basically uh, the classic surfer, bro. I... I actually wasn't into surfing this much, 
or I was as a kid. I really wanted to surf really bad, but I never had surfed. I have not even done like those, act like those little arcade things where you, it's like. Just like an artificial surfing environment where they have like water and stuff. I've never even done that either. I've never boogie board. The only th closest thing I've done is like wave riding or something where you're in the beach and when a small little wave comes you start running the direction that it's going and then dive forward to let it push you. That's the closest thing I've done to surfing. So I'm not a surfer at all and I've never been a surfer. But that's my goal is to become a surfer and surf for the first time and actually know how to surf very well. And as a kid, I've always wanted to surf. Uh, but then with society, that dream was crushed and I kind of forgot about it. And then my friend recently went on vacation to California, I believe it was, and he actually surfed there. And then when he got back, we were just talking normal. And then he, out of the blue, said, you know what's one thing that is amazing? And I was like, what? And he's like, surfing. And then he did like the hand motion where you lay on the board and then swim the board out to the wave. And that sparked, that re-sparked my dream of being a surfer. And so that's one thing that I'm going for. And I haven't actually told anyone that I want to go surfing uh, except for my friend and you guys. I haven't even told my parents. And I don't plan on telling anyone until I am there, until I'm at Hawaii and I have my house there. But, yeah, that's that. That's my new goal. I still want, and I'm working towards it. And I feel like the change thing, embrace the change and welcome the change, is one of the principles of transurfing that... I'm still I'm still figuring out how to get it, it into my habits because when I'll be honest when I first lost my bike or when I first lost all my stuff I was mad for a good two seconds and then I woke up and I realized that it was just a pendulum and that it was actually good that I lost my stuff I didn't realize why it was good at the time but now I realize looking back on it that it's because it's change and change needs to happen if I want to go to Hawaii like, I'm not going to just, even if I teleport there, that's still massive amounts of change. So I have to love it, and I have to love what I'm at right now in order to relay good thought, energy, and frequency to actually be able to get to Hawaii. So if you guys can't tell the last, like, lots of episodes that I've made, I'm talking about meditation, studying... Transurfing. That's pretty much it. Meditation, studying, transurfing. And I'm doing a lot more than that, but those are like the biggest things that I'm doing that I feel those things alone will take me to my goals. I'm like lifting weights and doing like breath work and stuff like that throughout the day, mindfulness. I have, have a lot of small little habits that I've added along the way of my journey. But those three things, I didn't actually start doing those three things until recently, but I feel like those are the big movers because looking at all the successful people, those are what they're, that's what they're doing, meditating, they're following transurfing, which maybe they're not directly know what transurfing is, they're following the principles, and 
what was the other one? Med uh, studying. You, like, right now, if Russell Brunson, a very successful entrepreneur who knows a lot about funnels, literally the best funnel builder in the world, he, like, basically invented them. If his brain was put into my body, I'd be able to be successful in 30 days because him, he would be doing it. And that's why studying is so good because, and honestly, I cannot be successful in 30 days because I don't know how to. So that's why I'm studying so much. I'm studying his books and I'm studying reality transfer because I still have a lot to improve on. And like I said in past episodes, the more you read, the more you're molding your like subconscious brain. I'm not actually sure if this is true, but in my experience it seems true because the more I read about something, the more I mold my subconscious brain to to align with those new ideas. And then my subconscious brain will actually make better decisions, which is the whole the whole goal essentially. Like if you can get your subconscious brain to make decisions because most of our decisions and actions and thinking throughout the day is made by the subconscious. So if your subconscious is crappy, then your life is probably being crappy. But if you can get your subconscious to be gold and make excellent decisions, then your life is going to be gold and excellent. Yeah, those three things. Those are like, wow, those are the biggest things. And, and yeah if I were to start over from if my, all of my progress were to be like eliminated on self improvement let me think my first couple steps if I had to start over I would definitely you know what so if I had to start over, I would probably be on TikTok. My mind would be scattered, so, and I wouldn't be skinny, and I would not have gone to the gym. I'd have no discipline. So the first thing that I would do is start lowering the temperature of my showers and just lower the, and I would try and build my discipline a little bit, a little bit every day to get colder and colder showers because that will build my discipline. And then another thing that I would do is I would start meditating daily. I would, no, before I even do that, I would start, I would come up with a routine, daily routine, where I would start reading. And that would basically replace my phone. And I would just get interested in reading. And the first book that I would read is something that I was interested in changing at that moment. And that's a huge thing. Because you want to, you want to start the positive feedback loop as soon as possible to where the thing that you're interested in that moment you learn about. And then, what else would I do? So we've done discipline and we've hit learning. I would start going to the gym and I would start a push-pull legs routine. Just normal, normal stuff. I would have to research that because obviously I would have no idea what that meant. Push-pull legs is essentially hits all of your muscles and I would make sure that I do abs on leg day because that's what I do now and I, I like that a lot it basically hits all of your muscles push pull legs if you look up a push pull leg split then just follow that routine 
And another thing that I would do is I would start meditating. And notice that I didn't even say study or reality transurfing yet. And it's because reality transurfing is way too big of a book to read first, in my opinion. It is super hard to digest and super hard to contemplate, especially if you have a scattered mind. So that's why I read like maybe 15 books before I read Transurfing, and I recommend you do a similar thing so you can build your build your knowledge, build your mental, and and then just keep on learning as much as you can. Uh, what else would I think is good? Meditation. Yeah, meditation is very good for curing your phone addiction. Oh, that's another thing. Cure your phone addiction, and you do that by meditating, but also there are, there are some steps that you should take that I definitely took, and I didn't take for a while, and I regret that. And let me tell you, once I took those steps to really... Once I took those steps to cut out my phone and make using the phone harder, that's when I really started to build, that's where I really started to improve a lot. And I'm sorry if I seem unfocused right now, I'm pulling up the step, li the step list. Here, here it is. I'm pulling up like the checklist of things that you need to do to do to your phone to make it harder and worse to use. So first of all, go on settings and on Apple, if you look up color filters and then click on the thing that's highlighted and turn on grayscale, grayscale, keep that on forever. And that just makes the phone less appealing and more of a mundane task. So keep that on forever. The only times I take it off is if I need to see a picture of something that I'm purchasing, like on Amazon make sure I'm getting the right thing and if I need to see something like just if I need to see something and really a lot of times that I think I need to I don't really need to but just keep it on forever and only take it off if you need it like don't take it off if you're watching a TikTok and the second thing is to delete all of your non-tool apps so a tool app would be something that's just purely constructive and that's like the calculator app I'm not even sure if you can delete it but the calculator app keep that and so this includes like apps like YouTube games so Clash of Clans I took a long time to delete but I ended up deleting it and I don't regret it anything and I actually was really good at Clash of Clans I was like Town Hall 13 or something like that. I was really good. Max out builder base. I'm not even going to get into this because this is just n not even worth my time to talk about. But I was good at Clash Clan, so I was really attached to my base. I played it since I was in like third or fourth grade. So I was really attached to it, and I just deleted it. And if I can do it, you can do it. Uh, social media. Delete social media. And delete your social media accounts. No one cares. Like, I had all my accounts. Nobody even talked. Like, nobody even mentioned that I deleted my accounts. Like, I had some 
people say, oh, you're, you deleted your Snapchat or something like that. No one really knew that I deleted my Snapchat. They just were thinking like, yeah, really no one, no one cared. N no one knew. Except for my close friends. And then even them, they didn't really care. So delete all your social media accounts. I, to be honest, I didn't delete my accounts until I had my apps deleted for like a month or two months. And then I deleted the accounts because I was still attached to it. But once you delete the apps, you'll realize just you do not need this in your life. And that being said, remove all of your apps from your home screen. So your home screen should be empty. And if I were you, I would also change your home screen and your lock screen to just black. And then that, and then with the grayscale, you'll you'll just have a really bl bland and plain phone. Like, and then you'll have no apps on your home screen. So that just that makes it so you have to be extremely intentional about what what you're gonna do and what you're gonna search for uh, on your phone. So you have to know what you're doing to in order to pick it up. So you don't just see something and click on it. And so. One thing, another thing is to turn off all of the notifications on your phone. So go through the settings and literally turn off notifications on all of your apps. And, and then another thing is turn on, turn on Do Not Disturb and keep it on indefinitely, literally all the time. And now on another thing, every time you're not using your phone, put it on airplane mode and power it off. So I'll be honest, I started doing this not because I wanted to like stop using my phone. I was like trying to stop using my phone, but the reason why I do the airplane mode and power it off is because I learned something, I discovered something extremely disturbing, and it's that our phones basically emit like t radiation, like waves into the atmosphere that are very dangerous for us and harmful for us and there's actual studies and I never see saw this warning until I was looking at the instructions list on how to set up my hatch restore alarm clock which basically is like a sunrise alarm so it like produces a sunrise I definitely recommend using that thing and getting blackout curtains to keep your room dark like, my room is like a cave. That's how dark it is. I nailed the curtains to the wall. But, tangent aside, the, on that, on the alarm, the hatch restore alarm, on the instructions manual, there was actually a warning saying, do not use, like, 12 centimeters close to your face, or 12 centimeters close to your body. Like, I don't know the exact number, but it's, it's essentially saying stay far away from this device because it causes radiation. Like it literally is harmful to your health. And that is insane because I always kept my phone in my pocket right next to my balls. So that was radiating my balls. And you know what? Earlier when I was talking about increasing testosterone, this was probably a huge thing that I did to increase my testosterone because and it's to never put my phone in my pocket again. Now at first I was like, what? And I actually kept my phone in my pocket for a while because I didn't know how to not do that. So 
if in the beginning when you're still attached to your phone and you still want to keep it in your pocket just put it on airplane mode and keep it powered off and that will definitely dampen the effects and power off means like you actually hold the power button and slide the button to turn it off do this every single time you are using your phone like are not using your phone and this you know how I said that it was difficult for me at first to keep my phone out of my pocket well here's a fix that I actually did I keep my phone in my basement at like literally all times and I only use my phone in the basement and I don't bring my phone places anymore and at first I was like what how like and then I realized that we really don't even use our phone for any emergencies I've never had an emergency with my phone in my life and if in theory I do in the future everyone else has their phone so it does not matter like they they will deal with it and or you can use their phone to deal with it yourself and that was a huge thing that I did keeping my phone in my basement or my attic just somewhere that I'm not at most of the time and I have to go out of my way to use it plus once I actually start using it I have to power it on and then I have to like I just have to go through a whole process it takes like two minutes to be able to use my phone and that is huge I've barely used my phone anymore and I'm actually school starts soon I'm not gonna bring my phone to school like they make us put our phones in the phone home so I'm just gonna email my all my teachers saying that I'm not bringing my phone to school so I'm not gonna be putting my phone in the phone home so that's one thing and now I said that turning off turning on airplane mode and powering off the phone I originally did that for health reasons because it disgusted me that I was literally damaging my balls every single day and destroying my balls by keeping my phone in my pocket and I did that for health reasons originally but then I realized how beneficial it is for just reasons like for mental reasons keeping your keeping on off your phone so when whenever I leave my house I go to the park or something or go to the gym I don't bring my phone now uh, yeah, the other thing is avoid bringing your phone to places, because you really don't need to bring it anywhere. That is one thing. I just don't bring my phone to places, because if you think about it, humans never had phones until literally like 20 years ago. And so phones, and we've become so attached to them, we don't want to leave the house without them, and that's just embarrassing. That's really embarrassing how we're so dependent on our phones we're too nervous to leave our house we're like we're not independent at all and it's just like so demasculating it's like makes me feel so weak if I need to bring my phone because it's basically like saying I can't survive or I can't live well if I don't have my phone and that's just embarrassing in my opinion you can have your own opinions, but that's just my opinion. Now, another thing is batch. There's this thing I learned in the four-hour work week where it's basically where you batch all your work, all of your like time-consuming tasks, or 
all of your time wasting tasks like checking your email or checking your phone you batch them all into one spot and so I really only use my phone once every day once I get home from the park and I after I eat and then I check my phone and then if nothing's going on I get off of it because I really don't need to use my phone there's nothing on there that really I care about and then get off of it and again turn on airplane mode and power it off and really you can make more changes over time but those are just the things that I found most impactful and really I'm not addicted I probably I, I think I am addicted to my phone but I can go without my phone forever if I wanted to so in that sense I'm not addicted but I still think that I'm addicted because every time I get on it I find myself getting like doing th sometimes doing things where I did not intend to do, but I convinced myself that was worthwhile doing. But I'd never really spend more than 10 minutes at a time on my phone. And that's huge. So that's, getting off the phone is another thing that I would do when I was for, if I first started self-improvement. Because that is really what propelled me forward, getting off the phone. Yeah, really, it may seem like overwhelming but if you think about it you're simply just freeing up your time from the phone and that's just what I would do 100% man I'm looking forward to the future I'm gonna be a great surfer I already bought a there's this I forgot what they're called but it's like a ball it's like a You've probably seen them at the gym. People like to throw them on the ground and at walls. It's like a weight. It's like a ball that you just throw on the ground and then it just lands there. I forgot what it's called, but I bought one of those. And I'm going to keep it in my room and I'm going to wake up 10 minutes earlier now. Uh, so that I can have add it to my morning routine. And I'm going to add it to like the end of my morning routine. Where I just practice balancing on the ball so I can get better balance so then once I actually start surfing I'll be at such a big advantage because I'll have better balance and then I'm also going to work on like doing squats on the ball because that's what my friend does he can do like five squats very fast quickly and that ball rolls around too it's actually really impressive he sent me a video of it and it was inspirational and then I instantly spent $30 to buy the ball it's like 20 bucks plus $10 shipping it's insane and I don't really care because I'm going to be making like $10,000 soon by building funnels. And yesterday I, yeah, so I was going to go to the, another place to offer to build my funnel, but I don't think I will be doing that because my bike is it's still locked and I don't know how, I don't have a bike key. So I'm just living, living. Man, life is so great. I just... I really believe that I'll make my goals true the more I learn transurfing and the more I study, the more I meditate, the more I study expert secrets and then I'll be able to make I'll be able to make educated progress, educated movements towards my goals instead of just flailing around randomly. And plus I'll be able to use outer intention through transurfing to just propel me forward even 
outside of my actions, even outside of my inner intention. Transurfing is so great, guys. Yeah, Transurfing, bro. If you guys can't tell, Transurfing is my favorite book, Reality Transurfing Parts 1 through 5 by Adam Zellin. I cannot get you guys, I cannot tell you guys enough to read it. It's literally the best book I've ever read. And that's why I'm reading it again. And it's 750 pages long. And then I'm probably going to read it like 10 times. In, 10 times. More. I'm going to read it so much. I love that book. It's changed my life. And it's changing my life the more and more I read it. Alright. To wrap things up, don't forget to download your favorite episodes. And subscribe to the Ascend Momentum Show. But before you guys leave, make sure to remember the Eagles.